I was walking through the partial denture department the other day and I saw something that uh, is a feature that I think is uh, kind of unique to our lab. There might be other labs uh, doing it as well, but I'm really only familiar with ours. And I think it's a fantastic service and not nearly as many dentists take advantage of it as probably should because I don't think they know it exists. So, for example, uh, we have a dentist who wants to make a, a lower partial denture. Uh, pretty straightforward, but some concerns. So he sends in a pre-op model to us so we can take a look at it and see what's going on. And what most doctors don't know that we do is that we have a design service. And so I just want to show you what the design service came up with here. And so from that model, we're able to pour it up and then we take a digital picture where we point some things out to the dentist, some things that are going to make this a more uh, successful partial denture if you follow along. And so the dentist sends us that preliminary impression before they've done uh, anything. And you can see uh, some notes that were made here. Uh, we want some uh, buccolingual rests that are being done here. We want to put a crib class here. Uh, we want to put a clinically prepared groove on this teeth to get some retention. Uh, you can see there's some spots here where they want the doctor to reduce to help level out the occlusion. And really, it's just basically a, um, it's basically a, a recipe for how you want to treat this case. I know that I did, of course, uh, learn a lot about partial dentures in dental school, or maybe I think I did. I'm not sure, because I've forgotten most of it now. In fact, it takes me a few minutes to remember the Kennedy classifications if I'm uh, pressed on that. Uh, but whenever I do a partial here in the laboratory, I get this design service because it tells you exactly what to do and where to do it. And so it's written on here, and then there's a couple different uh, other shots of the models as well in case you're having difficulty seeing one of the area. They shoot it from both sides as well. So it's really pretty clear where they want the rests, where they want guide planes, where they want teeth recontoured and occlusion adjusted. And again, these are really just suggestions uh, for what to do to give yourself uh, the best chance of having a very successful case. There's a, a nominal charge for this service. I think it's I think it's $50, but if you have the partial made here at the laboratory, then that gets applied to the overall um, uh, fee of the case. So you end up getting it for free, essentially, if you have the partial made here. And honestly, I don't really know of any dentists who are having uh, the design service done here and then having the partial made uh, somewhere else. So once the doctor gets this back, he tries to accomplish most or all of what is on that list. And we have some nice rest preparations and of course, with the custom tray, we're able to see where those tori are, and so we know to stay away from there. And the one thing, I don't know if you noticed it, but they actually asked the doctor to do some uh, clinical line angle modifications here on tooth number 23. And it might be a little hard to see those markings on the print, and so of course, it's always marked on the model as well. And you can see those two areas where they wanted that reduced. They wanted to kind of thin that tooth mesiodistally and make it a little bit more uh, shaped like the neck of that tooth. And you'll see why. This is actually going to be an issue as we take the partial framework and try to put this uh, into place. It's, it's almost difficult. You can see how it's almost scraping the tooth there as we go by there. And I can just kind of wiggle, wiggle it down into place. And there it snaps down into place. So you can see the major connector has to go down, has to have this cutout in it right here. Uh, because of the fact that it needs to get around the wider part of the tooth. So the doctor did a great job uh, prepping things like the rest preps, 
Um, but when we come to this area, had those been recontoured, and I would use a sandpaper disc here, I'd be a little afraid uh, to use a burr there. Well, I might use a burr, but I think I would take a, a heavy grit sandpaper disc and go in there and flatten it and uh, not use a burr, uh, knowing that I'm probably going to get a better, flatter result like that. And had those been reduced a little bit and the thickness, the mesodistal thickness of that tooth been reduced, we would have been able to take this major connector and wrap it along the back here because it does provide good support. Uh, for those lower anterior teeth having there in the back. But we did have to have the cutout there uh, to allow this, uh, the path of insertion for the frame to go into place with that tooth uh, positioned where it is lingually and being as wide as it is. But basically what I wanted to share with you is the design service that we have for our partial dentures. So you don't have to recall everything you learned in dental school about rest preps, uh, guide planes, and class. You can just rely on our design people to help you out with that. And as I was walking around the department, I typically tend to think of dentures, whether they're full dentures or partial dentures, as being kind of a low-tech department compared to all the exciting things we do. Over in the fixed department, milling Bruxer and Emacs and uh, printing parts for PFMs. And I was surprised to see that CAD-CAM has actually made a splash into the partial denture department as well. And it's pretty amazing to watch them design on the screen. They can actually design uh, these partial frameworks on the screen and then they print them on a 3D printer. So this is actually a resin material. It's definitely more hardy than it would be when it was waxed directly on the model and you can see it's nice uh, and thin because it's so strong and the clasps actually can bend a little bit. It can be tried on and off the model and it's really a fantastic way to be able to do it. And what they notice is when they print these in resin and then invest uh, and burn them out and then cast it that they're really getting some nice dense castings. And so they fit great, and they've got these uh, CAD-CAM partials have a very low return rate back to the laboratory. They just seem to be very dimensionally stable and fit better than the regular waxed ones. So they polish nicely, and they're very nice and dense and dimensionally stable. And uh, there's only certain cases still where we can do it, but those indications continue to expand. Uh, and it's interesting, as part of designing that in CAD-CAM, there was one other type of uh, denture that I happened to see that I didn't even know we were still making, to be honest. And this is a titanium partial. And so this is also a cast as well. This happens to be another one of those uh, CAD CAM cases. Again, we get a denser casting. The titanium is hard to cast. So when we do it with CAD CAM, we get a denser casting and a better polish uh, afterwards. And um, we're not sure exactly what eliminating the waxy do waxing does, the old way of doing it, but it does seem to improve the metallurgy. We're, we're just not sure why. We just know uh, it's actually happening. So you might say, well, why would I ever want um, a, any kind of titanium-based partial? And the demand's not super high for a product like this, but it is great for the patient that thinks uh, they have metal allergies or actually has a metal allergy. So whether it's uh, a female, for example, who breaks out with costume jewelry or somebody who just suspects they are, or maybe it's completely psychosomatic, you now have something uh, made out of titanium, the same type of titanium that we screw into your bone for an implant, uh, non-reactive, been used in the body for decades, and we can now make your partial out of that MAM so you don't have to worry about metal allergy. So another uh, CAD-CAM partial denture here in titanium. You won't have a lot of use for it, but maybe there'll be one or two occasions a year while you want to use it. And the good news is it's now fabricated with CAD-CAM, so we're seeing better fit and lower returns.